0: You are now listening to the cinnamon and sugar podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. Hey, it's your boy Tom here and we are back with another episode of the cinnamon sugar podcast. Ooh, fellas. We're going to jump right over the weekend because we ain't got nothing to talk about from this weekend. No football. Not so Oh just, no,
1: we're definitely talking football at some point. We have to. Somebody owes twenty dollars in there. We really don't. I don't know. I
2: don't I don't I don't know if y'all can see this, but I got a cup and I know it's 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 Monday afternoon, but I'm gonna tell you why I got my cup and why I'm drinking at noon on a Monday. Because this weekend, not only did my Pittsburgh Steelers win and make it into the playoffs. But also my 49ers, they made it into the playoffs. And not only did they make it into the playoffs, my Memphis Tigers beat the Cincinnati Bearcats in basketball. I'm living, and we're eight straight from the Memphis Grizzlies. Life is good, baby.
1: You know who didn't make the playoffs? I'll I'll let time tell you who did not make the playoffs.
2: I'm just saying because I I know know the
1: the Colts didn't make it. Who else didn't I, I, make it though? Look, look, look. Uh, the Falcons. There was also a uh, some kind of cat didn't make it either. Uh, not the Bengals. Team. Bengals made yeah. it. Yeah, the Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. I think there's one more. The oh, Lions. that's right. The, the Carolina Lions. Panthers did not make the playoffs, uh, which means twenty dollars is going to either me or D'Angelo.
2: Absolutely. But here's the thing, though, Gary. You gave me hell about the Pittsburgh Steelers and how uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers was absolutely dominating.
1: Correct. They so, are the one seed. Yeah,
2: y- y'all got the one seed. I, I, all I'm saying is, is how does this work? Does it work like if we obviously made it in the first round? We if get they both
1: get knocked out in the, out in, the fir- in the same round, we'll split that $20 sometime. Got gotcha. you. That's if they I get knocked out in the same round now no, that's when, a push when everybody
0: everybody everybody loses
1: no because the the panthers didn't make it. Uh,
0: nope, so, nobody won uh, but so, with the push. Steelers.
1: When the Steelers get knocked out in the wild card and the Packers haven't even played yet, I mean I automatically would win because Steelers have to get past the wild card
2: you're absolutely right, you're absolutely right i'm I'm just saying that i'm 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 living pretty well over here, man. I don't know about y'all weekend, and I know we're not talking about weekends, but there was a lot of things to unpack from this weekend if you're ready to unpack them here.
1: Well, I know, uh, time has some questions from last week. Uh, I I know I saw you and your dad are beefing, so I'm interested Mm -hmm. in knowing why you're beefing and just mix and ask some questions. Let's go. Let's get going. All
2: right. So do you want to kick off why me and my dad is beefing? Let's kick the podcast off that way because I didn't know that it was going to catch fire the way that it caught fire. And, um, I really want to have this conversation, Gary, with you, and I want to have this conversation with Todd. And the conversation goes like this. Um, I had one of my friends come over. Uh, B, he came over. We were going to the AEW uh, uh, show this weekend. Super excited, pumped. We can talk about that if you want to. I know we don't talk about what we did last weekend. We're going to get a kid, uh, everybody a break and stuff. But um, he come over. And uh he was like, we gotta go a little bit early. And I said, why we gotta go early? He was like, because park is gonna be rough. And I looked back and I said, hey, we fine. We can just use dad's handicap pass. And when I said that, I looked back at dad and the disgust that he had on his face. Like, what do you need the handicap pass for? You're not handicapped. And I go, Dad, it's a legit handicap pass. We can park in handicap. We don't have to look for parking. We go right in. You know, we we ain't got to do all that. And so me and him was beefing over the handicap pass. I was just like, man, this is the equivalent of having a friend that worked for a certain company, and you call them to cash in on, you know, your connection or some sort. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, can I get a discount? Can you help me out? That's kind of how I saw the handicap pass. So, you know, I was like, I can't believe you, Dad. I was like, if I had one and you needed it and you wanted to catch a break, uh to where you could park closer and don't have to look for parking then i help you out you know what i'm saying but apparently that's how, not how things go so this is the question that i had um for a lot of people out there and including yourself gary that i want to have an answer to from you as well tom as it deal with this handicap pass, should handicap passes only be passed out to people that, uh, have issues walking, because why else would you need a handicap pad
1: Time, you can go first. Well,
0: not just walk. Well, I mean, I guess it's part of walking, you know, like maybe people that have a shorter breath when they walk or, you know, uh, any other struggles. That, that
2: might, that's, that's, that's
0: a part, that's a part of walking. That's right? what I'm saying. It might be part of walking. Yeah. I'm just, I didn't yeah. know if it meant just like straight up. Missing yeah. legs, but huh? this
2: this this is this is what get me no time, and I'm 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 just adding to that. uh On top of that question, I, I'm a pile listening on too. So people, they were jumping my case like, hey man, you know some old lady might need that parking spot. Well, my 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 thought process is this, bro. She's parking, or he is parking in handicap to walk around the store. I'm gonna say that again. They're parking in handicap to walk around the store.
1: What if they get in a scooter?
2: Now if they get in the scooter, different different situation. Different situation. And I but going back to my question here, uh Tom, is that that's your answer to the first question?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I d I don't know. I just I think that uh there's many different reasons that somebody could need a handicap it don't necessarily mean they just have trouble
1: walking. But so that, that's, so that's his answer that's, is no. It does not just pertain to walking.
2: Yeah, but but that's that, but why why else would you need a handicap pass? The handicap pass is only there for when you need assistance on being in so the say, front. So or-
0: say say somebody that uh, maybe somebody has one arm. And it's easier for them to get to their car and have a spot up front to unload their groceries. They don't have trouble walking, but they have trouble and they need room to get their you know, groceries and stuff in their car. Or a shorter distance to carry
2: their groceries. Or a shorter distance to push their groceries. <laughs> why, why are you thinking over here <laughs> I, I'm I'm letting Gary go, man, because what you just said made no sense. But go ahead, Gary. What,
1: what, what, so, what do you think, Gary? I, I think if you are able to get a handicap pass from a doctor, it I don't think it always pertains just to uh, walking. I think because you could have other issues as well. Like you could have real bad anxiety or you could have PTSD and, not like be, and can't handle being around a lot of people and you might need to get to your car in a quick matter – to res- to calm down, and if you have to go all across a lot, maybe you might not have the chance to calm down before then. So I think this that could be another reason. I think there's other forms that of of a disability than just walking based. Oh,
2: I, I I know that there are other forms. Yeah, I would say if a doctor handicap. gives it, I, I, if
1: a doctor provides you a handicap tag, no matter that I means they determine you deserve you you need this. So, and there could be a multiple range of things, and I think you should be able to use it.
2: Well, well, I want to make sure, and I want to reiterate this again, I'm not saying that there's not more than one handicap.: Yeah, what I'm saying is, do you think some of the one of the qualifications or the only qualification that you should have to match in order to get a handicap pass? Because remember now, a handicap pass is only for parking. I'm not talking about any other handicap amenities. I'm talking yes. about just simply parking. If the issue is walking, like he said, one arm guy, I don't see why a one-armed guy would need a handicap pass to park closer.
1: I think handicapped, you should be able to park closer. I don't think there's an issue with it. When we've had this conversation before. I don't agree with, like, the – the police parking and sub some, which sometimes in front is in front of handicapped parking in some stores. Look. So look,
2: Gary, I I'm not trying to change the argument. I'm not yes. I'm not arguing whether or not you agree with yes. the
1: handicapped parking.
2: I agree with the handicapped parking too. I'm asking you
1: do Is there other forms you, other than walking? Yes. No,
2: I know that there's other forms. Yeah, what I'm I, asking you is is do you think handicapped passes? should be for those that um, have issues walking. Yes. Okay.
1: And then there's some people that, the problem is there's not enough handicap pass uh, spots at a lot of places. So like my mom, for example, she has a handicap pass. She has trouble walking, she walks with a limp. And most of the time when she goes places, there's not enough handicap spots. There's one or two maybe, and they're always taken.
2: Jerry, have you ever used a handicap pass and the person that the handicap pass didn't belong to?
1: Was it in the car with you? I, I have not because my dad has the placard, has one, and he has it in the ve- vehicle he drives and my mom's is on my mom's vehicle. So if my dad rides with me, we'll get the placard or I'll get my okay. mom's placard if she's with me, but I have never, because I don't have one in my vehicle, so. Okay. What well, about you, time? No, I've never, part,
0: I, I would feel too dirty <laughs> if I did that.
2: <laughs> okay, I mean, do you want me to answer that?
1: Oh, I already know, go ahead. Oh, we we are mean, sure I already know yours.
2: <laughs> 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 don't, put the, don't
0: put the grocery cart back.
2: Hell yeah, I'd have used it. Yes, absolutely. I have did it multiple times, uh, and I'm not going to stop. I don't feel bad about it. I don't have any rules. Um, Yeah, I do it. Um, I mean, it's a legit handicap pass. People can be upset with me all they want to. I mean, hey, get over it. I mean, I'm running into the store. I'm running somewhere, and I'm coming back. I don't I don't and 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 here's another thing too. This is this is what really gets me. There's a lot of people out there that have handicaps that haven't been clinically diagnosed.
1: I agree. I think that's true.
2: Right. So for you to judge the fact that I'm like I can I can clinically go to any clinic and probably get diagnosed with something that I've never heard of before because it seems like there's a lot of stuff that you can I mean I've never seen somebody go to the hospital and they didn't have something wrong with them. (laughs) So, so, so with that being said, it's, 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 it's interesting. It's, it's interesting because, because I'm not clinically diagnosed, I, I'm, I shouldn't be allowed to park in the handicapped spot. With a handicap, you see what I'm saying now.
1: Well, I think the rationale you're trying to make to justify you parking in it has proven you need a handicap pass. Say
2: that again.
1: Gary. <laughs> Say that again. I, I think, don't know whether to be mad. Or I'm <laughs> I think your rationale you're using to justify you parking a handicap pass could give you could make you qualify for a handicap pass look Gary.
2: I'm not making no excuses. i park <laughs> there. and I'm a legit Parker, though. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm legit. Dad ride with me a lot, and when he leave his pass in there, and and I'm not seeking out handicap spots, Gary. I'm not saying like, oh, I can't wait till I get to the yeah. store so I can park in handicap. If I have the handicap pass in there, and there's no close parking and there's multiple handicap spots open yeah i'm gonna hit one Bam, okay
1: i guess the bigger question is have you ever parked in the handicap pass without the placard because that's another no, I, level no i have not
2: okay no, that's good because that's always, a whole other level No, i've always had the placard even if the placard's not in there i'm not parking in that handicap spot i have to have the placard or i'm not parking there
1: okay because i would say the placard goes for the car but it also needs to have the person that is eligible for the placard, in my eyes.
2: So here's here's, here's why I have an issue with people saying, because there's a lot of people, you know, these internet attorneys and internet cops that (laughs) come out and they talk about how it's illegal and that the the tag got to match, you know, the person or the handicapped that's sitting there. But but here's the thing. Let's just say I got my dad handicapped placard. But I got another handicapped individual in the car with me. If they run that handicap tag that I got in there to find out like, oh, you ain't got the handicapped person in here to match this packet, even though you got a handicapped guy here, I'm going to have to give you this ticket. Bro, stop it. They're not tagging tags to people. They're tagging tags to say that, hey, um, this person is disabled. So in the event of that, and and if a cop roll up on you or somebody roll up on you, hippo laws protect you in the event that they ask you. So what is your handicap? Mm-hmm. You don't right. have to handicap. What, what kind of what kind of laws? Hippo laws.
1: <laughs> hippo, yeah, they graze in Africa. Yeah. Not, not, not hippo, not hippo, but hippo. Yeah, yeah,
2: we call it hippo laws. Yeah. <laughs> These are the
1: grazing laws of America
2: yes <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's, but, you know,
2: it's, uh, but you're it's protected by coke hipaa coke and, and coke because coke. you're protected by that then i don't understand how somebody can find out if this tag or placard belongs a certain person or said person
1: i think it's safe to say it's probably not the right thing to do you're going to do what you do yep. most people aren't going to do it i think the key as long as you're not Parking in one when you do not have a placard, I think that's a whole nother level of uh douchery. so mm-hmm. um I think that's a that's, that's and, and again what you have
2: and, and and again, I have to say this I respect all handicapped parking and all handicapped parking spots. I don't seek out handicapped parking spots to park there to or take the last one that's not yeah. something that I do. However, if I do have the placard um, and I'm out and all the other close parking spots are taken, I'm I'm am going to use it for a couple minutes, man.
1: So, if you're going to the grocery store and knowing you're getting a bunch of groceries, there's one handicapped spot left and you have the placard, you taking it? Knowing you're going to be what, in the grocery store for about two hours. Yeah, that's what you're doing right now, man. <laughs> that's the whole question. That's
2: what you're doing right now, man. I, look, let's talk about something else, man. This ain't <laughs> let's, we ain't gonna make this podcast about me. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> Why Tom, not? What Every other there? one
1: is. <laughs> what, you <got?
2: laughs> what you got? I'm feeling good, man. My 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 rum kicking in, man.
1: Um You know that's a sign of alcoholism drinking midday.
2: No, it's for not. No that's occasion. a sign of celebrating for no occasion a big win yesterday. It was a great occasion. Did you not see the 49ers come back? Did you not see the Pittsburgh Steelers come back in Baltimore in overtime, both games, to win and keep me alive and keep my twenty dollars that I'm gonna turn into sixty dollars?
1: Not gonna happen. Good luck with that one.
2: Yeah, and and look, both of my teams made it. like time did any of your teams make it? Oh, your teams was like Space Jam and they flopped,
1: huh? Correct. Not
2: yeah, the Cowboys made it.
1: To get knocked out in the first round as well. <laughs>
2: You know who the, the Cowboys got, right? Yeah, who they got? 49ers. That's an easy dub right there.
1: You you're you're only a Cowboys fan because you lived there. You weren't a fan before that.
0: I've been a fan since the 90s. You're a
1: bandwagoner. He is a bandwagoner. He is a big-time bandwagoner. <laughs> he only became a Panthers fan in 96. Like He's right. a bandwagoner.
0: Bandwagon, for sure. <laughs> Well, let me go ahead. I want to get into this because I've I've had this question boiling for about two three weeks now. But we wanted to give everybody a chance to watch Spider Man No Way Home. But I got I got questions. I've kept hearing how much everybody loves this movie. You know what? It's a good movie. I got the nostalgia with all the old Spider Mans, uh, and I thought that was great. But I got so many questions and problems with the premise of this Spider Man and how he ends up where he ends up. First of all, what in the hell is he doing trying... like, What what did y'all think about the fact that he decided to try to go back and fix all these villains before he sends them back so that they don't die? Because here's the thing. If you ask him, hey, you either have to get rid of Thanos now, or we go back and or we can try to fix them and then send them back. Do you think he's going to sit there and say, oh, no, let's let's try to fix Thanos? My thing is, he had no personal connection to these guys other than like a little 30-second clip you see of Aunt May interacting with uh, the Green Goblin. But still, that's not enough to, in my mind to get him down this road of, oh, we got to fix these guys. We can fix these guys. No, you send them back to where they came from, and you don't have to deal with the issues that come with them still being in your world, aka Aunt May dying.
1: <laughs> well, you you sort of have to blame blame Aunt May for that because Aunt May is the one that put that in his head. He was ready yeah. to send them back. Aunt May is the one that made him change his mind. So technically, she's responsible for her own death.
2: Whoa, not not on the technicality Gary. That's what you're doing. Like she, she, she's
1: she's one who she's the one who made him do it. He what, wasn't was going to do that.
2: But but here's the thing that sticking to true storyline and not only sticking to true storyline but all the universe is tying together that someone really close to Peter died, whether it was a best friend and
1: made the, the that famous line, the responsibility that yeah. all every one of them said he had not heard that yet. The great responsibility come, whatever it was. That hasn't been With said Great to
0: him. power comes great responsibility. And that
1: hadn't been said to him yet. So that was his coming of age moment. All the other ones heard it. From there, yeah. from uh, Uncle Ben. So this was Aunt May's turn doing it.
2: Right. I, I like the fact that they all lost somebody close, so it was inevitable. I just didn't know it was going to be Aunt May. Now, where in the hell Uncle Ben is, I don't know.
1: There is no Uncle uh, Ben, it seems like. She was right, a single single woman.
2: Right, right. There was there was no Uncle Ben. Uh And all the other ones, there was an Uncle Ben. It was just a, a loss of someone else. No, 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 no. No, Uncle Art Ben...
1: Uncle Ben Uncle- lost them both. Oh yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Damn, Uncle Ben. Yeah, but but with with that being said, like the, the universe is tying in together. They all lost somebody. They all had a Mary I mean a uh a Mary Jane. So it was it was cool. An uh, MJ,
1: not Mary Jane. Cause this uh, MJ. This one's not Mary Jane. Right, but each one of them had an MJ. Uh,
2: But with that being said, I like how they were all tied together. They did a really good Mm -hmm. job on this Spider-Man. With with also that being said, because the universes are similar but different, it was easier to tie them all together and bring them all together. So to answer your question, Tom, man, like it, I, I, I don't know why you have that question.
0: It doesn't make sense to me. Your your mission is to save the world and save your world. And you've got these guys. And Doctor Strange, who literally you know is one of the smartest people in the whole universe, who you just went to war with to stop Thanos taking out half the population, is telling you we need but, to send but, but these people back.
2: But but here's the thing, though. Aunt, Aunt May put it in his head. Toby Maguire, which our Spider-Man, which is the legendary Spider-Man, he killed somebody. And he told them, like, hey, man, this is not something that you want to do. Granted, it has nothing to do with the fact that he wanted to change them already. But it did change the fact that he didn't want to kill them anymore. He just sent them back. But again, Aunt May, he changed Doc Opp. So it worked.
1: It, it eventually did work. I we think don't know
2: the- that. We don't know what happens when they go back to
0: the
1: Oh, so he, so muted, himself.
0: Jamie Fox so he right. muted himself while talking.
1: That's interesting. Right. Yeah. You
0: saw what happened yeah. to Jamie Foxx's character. He got so uh, hungry for that power, to feel that power again. Like, you know, at some point, you can't help certain people. And who's this, and, if their destiny is to be evil and die because of that, then that's going to be their destiny. So now you've gone through this whole course of trying to save these people that when you send them back, they're probably going to go back down that same line anyways, and now your are May has died. And now okay. no See, one in the world knows who you okay, are. Okay, so, so,
2: so, so fill feel, feel, feel me feel me real quick, Tom, and 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 hang on to what I'm saying. Like, if you don't give a person that's maybe awful or bad or riding, or if you don't give them opportunity to change, then how do you know that they have change in them? The only reason why you know that it didn't work out is because we know the end result and the end result was, boom, this is what happened. But we didn't know if they had the the ability to change or not to change. I mean, I thought it was stupid too. I was like, wait, hold up. You a superhero and you trying to change a supervillain like that's That's never heard. of. That's, that's, that's not something that happened. And the fact that he was able to win over Doc Ock and then Doc Ock was able to neutralize the Green uh, Goblin and, help him bring him to justice it, it it just it all made sense and it was them trying to 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 not die in their universe so if you get an opportunity to change me to alter my path in another universe for me to live the, that that was the only reason why electro was like oh no i want this power i want to live in this universe i don't want to go back we don't have this type of power because it was something different and something that they
1: didn't offer him in the, uh, the past. So I think the bigger issue, I, I don't even think that's probably, that should have been the bigger issue. You should have had time. I think the bigger issue is, you like you said, Dr. Strange is his, his great friend. He knows him. He trusts him. And he's, his one statement to him was, don't try to change the spell when it's going and he tried to change it 14 different times why he was trying to do the spell which caused the whole thing in the first place so to me that's the bigger issue because in retrospect he caused everything because he wanted to be selfish and obviously it took him to the end to realize he can't be that way he's just got to go back to what nobody knows so I think uh, that was the biggest issue, and it, it was his arc as a character for the movie, realizing that he can't have the best of both worlds. It's just not—it's not in the cards for superheroes, because everybody can be in danger, and he doesn't want his loved ones to be put in those dangers.
0: I—I I don't know. I just—I just think that honestly, it feels like an attempt. This is my tinfoil hat tingling it feels like an attempt for uh people to get the mind frame out there as far as uh the death sentence what do you think about that so as far as putting in people's minds, maybe the death sentence isn't something we should have around because everyone deserves a second chance no death
1: sentence should be around Next story. Wait, hold, what? Wait, hold up. What? <laughs> what? Hold up, hold up.
2: What? What? Wait, hold up. What? What happened? Are we still he, talking about
1: the same thing? He is saying conspiracy? that they use the movie to try to talk to make people think the death penalty is not the way to go, and they're going to use the movie to change people's opinions. That is a hundred percent a stupid conspiracy theory. Time, I'm sorry. I'm calling you stupid on that one. That is. Do you think
0: Hollywood uses movies to try to sway people's opinions? Yes, and only
1: people that get swayed are dumb. (laughs) Well,
2: now, I I, I totally disagree. I totally disagree, Gary, and this is why I disagree. Zootopia had a pretty strong and deep meaning, dude. And it had... I'm not saying that it's stupid. I, I mean... So you're saying that you don't think Hollywood should take political stances?
1: No, I do. I'm saying, but I'm saying people shouldn't base their opinions off of a movie. They should not. That that should never be the basis of anybody's opinion or f- philosophical belief on anything is, oh, I saw this in a movie, so this is what I'm... Never should that ever be somebody's... Okay, thoughts. I see what you're saying. I just, it just that's not, that's not rash or realistic And if somebody does that, I don't understand. I don't know what's going on in their head. I really don't, because you should not take advice from a movie. I I I get what you're saying. That's all. That was my thing.
2: Okay.
0: But time, time. what
1: else you got about the movie?
0: Well, because you know, think about like. So, have you guys watched Don't Look Up?
1: Yes.
2: No, I hadn't seen it. Okay, so
0: well, you hadn't seen it, but Gary, do you not think that that has some?
1: Yeah, it's a satire of. It, a correlation with stuff that goes on nowadays. I'm not going to spoil anything, so no spoilers. Don't uh-huh. worry. It is a satire of the way our politics and society are nowadays, and it is a true light on how people are. But why, why are you not why are you
2: not going to spoil it? I'm not going to watch it, and the reason why I'm not going to watch it is because they said this is Leonardo DiCaprio's
1: worst movie ever. I wouldn't say that. I what? wouldn't. Say they that said it is
2: his worst movie ever.
1: I wouldn't that's say that. Uh, that's not true. I think I have actually you guys,
2: have you guys not I seen actually the think reviews? you would like it. I, have y'all not seen the reviews?
1: Yeah, I actually think you would like it though, D. By knowing <laughs> you, I think you would you would find it hilarious because it makes what makes fun of the way society is nowadays. And it it, okay. it basically says society is super dumb. And they are, and in today's time, we are not as a society. We do a bunch of dumb things, and we say a bunch of dumb things, and that's basically what it's pointing out. But I don't think that it's going to sway your thoughts by watching the movie. I don't think that's it's. True. I don't think it's going to do that. I don't think it should sway. It should just open your eyes to realize that there's stuff going on. But I don't think it needs to sway the way you view things. It might make you want to do more research and learn more about certain aspects, but that's about it.
2: Gary, yeah, yeah, I, I have a question for you, man, and, and it kind of relates to our government. I Really cool question, I think it is, but why does it matter if aliens exist or not to us? Mass hysteria. Like, no, 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 no. I'm saying why? why, like... So me, I'm I'm curious. I want to know if aliens exist. I go to our government. Our guy our government, "Hey, do aliens exist?" If they just flat out said yes, what does that information do for me? It's not like I'm gonna go travel out of the off
1: the globe but and go see aliens. It isn't individualized. It's more in a group. If you tell the world aliens exist, it basically destroys the fabric of religion. And it makes, it, there's other people out there that ha, could be a higher power than us. And a lot of religion aspect doesn't tell that. And I think a lot of people, a lot of stuff's based on religion. So especially the findings of but mul- the founding of multiple countries and stuff like that is based on religion. So if you tell them that it's going to be mass hysteria, I think people would lose their minds over stuff and, and, It would cause so many like other, there'd be denying aspects. Oh, that's not true. They're just making that up. Or, and then you'd have more arguments, maybe even more fights and stuff over it because now you're attacking religion and some religions, not all religions, but you'd be attacking some religions because some religions say there's nothing out there but us. Like we are everything. And that's not, I don't think that's the case. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that's impossible that with our universe ever expanding and never, never, never found an end to it. To say there's nothing else out there. Ah, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Time, I would can... you? What would you think on that? I know you're a little more depth into religion than I am, but would that? Do you think that would play a factor in people that are super religious if they found out there's life out there?
2: Uh
0: you know, it's hard to say. It depends on what you interpret the bible as yes you know and that's the thing is i don't really think that there's anywhere that says that you know we are the only life here but it definitely would be a lot and it would be something that would be interesting to see how people take because you (laughs) you can see a lot of times how people have hard enough time dealing with the the world we have around us could you imagine expanding that to how many different worlds then we're
2: just a part of it and yeesh yeah it could it could be really bad and get very complicated
1: and i think uh, that's why you'll never really hear a government come out and say yes there is that's why there's always leaks and stuff like that and people who see things but the government always finds a way to cover it up i don't think they would want the truth out there if there is
2: I just don't see what telling the public, like, yeah, aliens exist. Other than mass hysteria, like, what does that do for the public? There's no benefit there at all.
1: Yeah, you're not going to go anywhere, but I think it, it would do more damage than it would do good.
2: Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, there's more benefit of saying, no, aliens do Correct. not exist versus, hey, yeah, they exist. Very similar to Bigfoot or Ghost or anything, yes. other, anything else out there that's taboo people would say that don't exist because of the rarity of seeing it correct yeah what else you got time
0: well that that was just my question because it was like that's such a i mean you guys have seen uh uh uncut gems right with adam sandler no no oh well you guys need to watch that first of all but it's just it just it reminds me of that movie and the the fact that like everything that happens to him after that point is his fault and he even like makes a stupid ass comment like oh it's all my fault Everyone's dying but it was like well and they they make it almost as if you're supposed to feel like oh it's not your fault but it, well actually yes it is your fault. So did you not like the movie then? No, I thought the movie is fine but I'm just saying the, that premise of that premise didn't make much sense to me. That after a little two-minute conversation with Green Goblin, all of a sudden Aunt May is going to be able to make him go against what Doctor Strange says is best for uh, the
1: world. I think <laughs> you also got to remember the movie's portraying he is a 16, 17-year-old kid. Very impressionable.
0: Right, right,
1: people We probably forget because he's a superhero we don't think about, but he's 16, 17, he's supposed to be, so... Like I don't, I think that gets lost in the translation of the character, because he's still in high school.
2: Can we can we talk about another superhero, a real life superhero? Can we talk about Antonio Brown? <laughs> like can, let, let's yeah. talk about a real life superhero, bro. And when I say a real life superhero, um, with all the new information that we got, because we we spoke about this last week.
1: Correct. So we didn't have all early. the information. A little early. But now,
2: now that we have all the information, what you ride with, Gary, I need to know where you stand and how would you proceed from here on out. And what do you think the outcome is going to be?
1: I still like how he left the field. I have no problem with him leaving the field. I don't I don't like that he crossed the even, field.
2: Even if the coach, even if the coach kicked you off. Hey, get the hell out of here.
1: Yeah, and I no, I understand that. I just don't like the leaving the the way he did it. I don't have a problem with leaving, but the way he like ran across the field as teams were on the field and all that kind of stuff. I think he could have left the field, but again, as we know, it's A B. A B's he is he's gonna do different he's gonna bring attention. That's what he is. He likes to do that, he always has, his whole career. And so I but I do think it is a bad look for the Bucks. Um because of if everything's true, obviously we, we keep hearing conflicting stories from both sides. I don't think I only think I don't think he did any favors when he went on the podcast and was talking about Brady, but not in like a positive manner. Because I don't feel like Brady's done anything negative towards him. Brady's done all positive, and he was saying some negative things about Brady, and I I didn't understand that what he was expected, what he would, what he wanted out of that because. To me, Brady's been by your side and made you and got you two jobs and let you help try to help you as much as possible. But what, he made what, it more. What if, where,
2: what, what if I told you he didn't say anything negative about Brady? But we've what,
1: heard what it. If, what if I what, what if
2: I what if I told you he said nothing negative about Tom Brady? In fact, all he was talking about was his relationship, and I understood what he was saying and granted you got to kind of look through all the other stuff what he was saying was he was saying like tom brady's not my friend because we bumped into each other at a store and we worked on our relationship tom brady's my friend because i'm good at football
1: are those not facts correct but that but it made are, the are way you not facts? but when you say it like that it's like that i'm but but the thing is when you say it like that that makes it like Oh, when I don't play football, we don't talk. He's not friends with me anymore. It's only when I'm playing football is he friends with me. That,
2: it's the, that's the truth. It's the he, truth, Gary.
1: He lived at his house when he wasn't playing football.
2: Right, but that don't mean you saw him every day, Gary. Do you see your dad every day?
1: Y'all yes. Y'all at the same damn house? I do. No, you don't. No, you don't. Gary. I do. No,
2: you don't. You just laugh. So it,
1: no, it's I <laughs> no, I do. No, I do because he has to cook every day.
2: <laughs> uh, but that, But that's my point, though. I, my my thing is is everything that he was saying on that podcast. I understood what he was saying, but here's the problem though with society. Society will say that they forgive you and won't forget, but it's not that they forgive you and don't forget. It's that they try to figure out
1: if they can forgive
2: you in
1: the event that they forget. No, I I think he deserves a second another job. I definitely think he deserves, If if everything comes out. And he has his ink, and everything's proven that the Bucks did all that. They saw this. I think he deserves a job, hundred percent.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna also tell you this, Gary, They'll never be able to prove any side. Well, the NFL's either.
1: obviously gonna cover it up. Obviously, yeah. that's gonna happen. I don't doubt right. that for a second. And the thing is, the worst, the worst thing that could have happened was it happened to AB because AB already has other issues. If it would have happened to another player that never had issues, I think you would hear a lot more come out, and people would believe the player but because it's a b they're not going to believe him automatically because of other off the field issues and other antics that's happened on on previous teams and i think that already hurts him in the long run but do i think he deserves another shot yeah Yeah. i I think talent's going to give him the opportunity
2: this this is the best move that antonio brown could have made in the situation that was presented to him and here's why if he simply just walks off that field and do what the coaches say and don't have an outburst, take his shoulder pass off, and don't make a spectacle of it, and just simply go to the locker room and do what it is he's supposed to do. Because of his history, he's still going to get coined the same person that we saw when he went to the locker room when he took his shirt off and all of that. There's no right way to discipline or to stand up for yourself, if you will, because that's what Antonio Brown saw this as as a stand-up moment, like, hey, you going to kick me out the field. Hey, Coach, I ain't getting the ball. We don't know what happened. We don't know what was there. We don't know the exchange that was on the sideline. All we do know, though, is, is we know Antonio Brown's history and the things that he's been engaged in. And we also know that as a head coach and B.A., he's a cool guy because a lot of people speak highly of him as a coach. So now we're comparing them to what we heard versus what we know. And I think that that's unfair. Not only is it unfair, but you don't get a true investigation of what's really going on. So, uh, Tom,
1: I want to hear Time's thoughts on this. Okay.
2: Yeah, no, so for me,
0: I, I'm on Antonio Brown's side because, uh, you know, obviously I do think that <laughs> AP's got a little crazy side to him. But, you know, uh, don't we all? but my thing is you know you can clearly see in the text messages that he exchanged with him that he was a little worried about his ankle uh and if you know if he was thinking you know if i'm going to go in there at least i'm better be getting some targets that way i am at least you know getting towards this money i'm trying to make because if i'm not getting targets i'm out there running what good am i doing the team on top of i'm tearing up my, my own self or nothing you know
1: no, so I understand
0: that. So, to me, it's like you can't treat – I've said this to you guys before. I don't think you can treat players like animals and that are just, you know, there for your purposes to go do your bidding. Oh, they at all have lives and stuff. So, it's like, you know, I think people get too caught up in that, thinking that these athletes are just there to do their one purpose and then be done, you know, and that's not true. These people are actual people. That you know have lives and reasons to live as well.
2: Okay. All right. Uh, I I I'm not. I, I don't necessarily say I'm on the side. I'm just saying that in this world of good and evil, uh, A B is not as evil as we think he is. Um, there's some. There's some. There's an explanation to what happened on the field. And a lot of people don't want to wrap their mind around the explanation that's given because they just can't believe it. They think it's something else going on when it actually is not. It was two, it was a coach and a player. And and here's the thing though. Blow-ups like this happen all the time. The difference is, is that player is not A B and that coach is not BA. And when you get them two together with uh A B displaying what it is that he's displayed in terms of you know he will lose it you put that on you know the, the intensity of the game the weight of the game the incentives that was uh due to him based on how good of a game he was having and ba just simply trying to win the game that's why it was a powder keg and it was a powder keg that was shaking and me mean, shaking and it blew up
1: well and i will say i think everybody did jump to um early impressions thinking Oh, something's wrong with AB because we did it. We hundred percent did it on on the podcast. No, y'all did it. Y'all did it. I was keyword I was keyword. That. We did it. Um, no,
2: we we did not do that. I said I didn't see anything wrong with
1: what he did. <laughs> Nothing at all. But uh, <laughs> oh man,
0: God bless you. Well, you know what? That's I think that's a good place <laughs> to end this week because we're about to go on a string. Of uh, podcasts. Well, now, hold or...
2: up,
1: hold, well, hold up now. Hold up now. I want
2: to make sure that we I, I know the rules to these podcasts that we're going to shoot from here on out. We're not talking about no current events, regardless of how big that current event is. Like, so if Bob Saget would have died last, next week, we wouldn't have been able to talk
1: about it. Nope. But we can talk about him real quick if you want.
2: Yeah, man biggest uh, what what are you gonna miss most about bob
1: Saget? uh the fact that i never actually got to go to one of his comedy shows he was he just was, in jacksonville too yep he was just starting back up his comedy tour and everybody obviously knows him from full house but he is an amazing comedian he's very raunchy and i think that people don't like that by him because they're so used to the danny tanner uh aspect of him and america's uh funniest videos aspect but he was a great comedian and i think he definitely went way too soon
2: okay what about you tom
1: yeah obviously you know
0: i grew up with him on full house but then um wasn't he on america's Funniest Home videos for a little while good thing i just said both those but okay yeah. Right, exactly. You know, I'm just a genius. <laughs> but, no, uh, obviously Full House is where I remember him. But, uh, uh, you know, it's very sad, and, you, know,
2: you know, prayers okay. to his family. So since we're not going to talk about, you know, current events for the next four or five weeks and we're just going to have pretty good conversations and shorten them, we're just trying something new, guys, uh, for the new year. Uh, it's not a new year, new us. We're just trying to, you know, see – what shorter podcasts just us talking versus, you know, current events to kind of get a mix uh, sample size of what's going on. But as it relates to Bob Saget, um, I felt really bad because um, I didn't know he was sick. And when I don't, when, when there's no indications that you need to prepare yourself because, Hey, this person is about to pass. It's always a shocker. And the last time we saw Bob Saget, he was healthy. Uh, it wasn't like he was frail and you just like, oh, man, like he looked sick, you know, kind of different from Chadwick Bowman. Because I mean, Bozeman, because when we saw him, we was like, damn, man, you know, uh, not me, but just people in general was like, oh, he looks sick, not knowing that he actually was sick. Um, so th- those just come out of the blue, just very similar to Betty White and Sydney Um, But just real quick, though something to think about that we could talk about next week uh we can kick the podcast off i know we're not talking about current events but me and my wife had a discussion and i asked her i said is Sidney portier uh was he in bigger movies or played a bigger role in hollywood than betty white I know we hadn't did our homework or anything like that, so I'm gonna give us a chance opportunity next week. Oh, that's right. We can't talk about current events, so y'all, yeah. probably,
1: gonna
2: kick, y'all probably gonna kick that to the curb, huh?
1: No, you just to, we'll just we'll bring you back after a few weeks of uh, trying something different. That's fine. Okay. All right. Yeah, but think about
2: that. Sidney Portier was his was his catalog. I think it's a good uh,
1: question. It will. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Betty White. We'll okay.
2: See. All right. What is Sidney It
1: it was a bunch of movies in the '60s. You probably don't know very many of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right.
2: Well, very very similar to a lot of movies that you don't know Betty White was in before Golden Girls. Like I I I can't remember one movie that she was in that she was younger. Nope. Yeah. Well, well, you can take us out, Tom. All right
0: then. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in, and please buckle up because this next month's gonna be fun, and we'll be back with some more cinnamon and sugar spice next week. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast, featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast, featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to.